stuff. All right, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about revisiting your New Year's resolutions because here we are in the beginning of February and everyone's so fired up in January. Great. Okay, nothing wrong with that. The problem is to only do it once a year. What's the point? Um, so when we get to February, there's a good chance that a number of those resolutions you'd made fallen away. No big deal. Okay, we got to refresh them. If they were worth setting on January 1st, why the hell wouldn't they be worth going after February 1st? It doesn't make any sense. So don't get in this habit of, oh, uh, no resolutions don't matter anyway, so I'm just going to skip them. No, they matter. Just because you didn't stick with them for the whole month doesn't mean you forget about them. You just you refocus on them again. And guess what? March, you do the same thing. <laughs> Each month, you do the same thing. If these resolutions really matter to you, if these goals really um, are important to you, then so what if you didn't achieve them in one month? Not a big deal. Most goals are not going to be achieved in a month anyways. <laughs> so what we want to do is we want to get in the habit of, again, what are the most important goals we're setting for ourselves and how can we um, make them a reality? And this is the real nuts and bolts of how you make it a reality is that you set the goal, you start moving towards it, and then something knocks you off track or you get stuck. That's the way change works. And so we accept that. We're fine with it. We don't beat ourselves up about it. We recognize it and we come back and we say, is that resolution that I set on January 1st still important to me? Is it still worth committing to it on February 1st? And if the answer is no, that's fine too. <laughs> Let it go and focus on one that really is inspiring and exciting for you. Or, yes, it is still important to me. I just got caught up. I started out pretty good in January and then I kind of got caught up. And now it's February 1st, another opportunity to get refocused, remotivated, and I'm going to go back at that goal. And if you did that every month, wouldn't you be in a better spot next January 1st than you were this past January 1st? So, again, what this comes back to, as always, we have to get out of the all or nothing mindset of this idea that you get one chance to hit your resolution. What a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> of course you need more time to achieve these big goals because these resolutions are huge usually. They, they sound easy. It sounds easy to stop giving, you know, I'm going to give up sugar, I'm going to stop drinking, I'm going to stop doing this. It sounds easy, but the reality of doing it is harder. And you know this, but we need a strategy behind that. Okay, and this is the strategy. Keep setting resolutions each and every month. If they're important enough to set one time, they're usually important enough to set 12 times, <laughs> all right? So take a little bit of time and think about this. Refocus, and I wish you the best with your resolutions. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. i get into those now if I missed anything. All right. What's up, Jody? Happy Monday to you. Yes, this is a Monday. It's a good Monday. I'm feeling good. If it's, I don't know, like... I can't speak for everyone, obviously, um, but I notice, I swear I notice patterns um, with my work. I get to notice things because I get to talk to a lot of different people, different areas of the country, sometimes different areas of the world, um, all different types of people, you know, and, and all this stuff. And then there's my own experience as well. And one of the things I've noticed, and this isn't uncommon, is that January comes and A, you're starting January usually depleted. Right, because the holidays take a lot of energy, a lot of focus, a lot of you know, just to, just to get through the holidays, and then okay, it's New Year, I'm gonna start this, and so you use all this extra energy to really like go hard because it's a new year and all that, and so you start January off really well for a couple weeks, and then you kind of dip, and you dip physically, energetically, mentally, and emotionally, you kind of dip, and so a lot of times the end of January is people are kind of more sluggish, they're kind of just out, of, they're not in it as as much, you know. And um, I certainly felt that a bit. 
And uh, I know a lot of people I was working with felt that. And so there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Um, but again, it's not about having this perfect January into a perfect year. It's about starting off January strong, learning some couple things that work for you, and then again, getting refocused again in February. You know, and again, these, these months are really arbitrary anyways. Um, the more often you do this, the better, you know? So anyways, if you're feeling like you kind of, you know, the end of January was a dip for you compared to the beginning, you're not alone, okay? A lot of people felt that. And it's hard to, like, uh, it depends where you live, you know, if, if you're, again, in America, if you're in areas that get less sun, you know, the weather's crappier, you're not walking as much, not outside as much. It's a snowball effect of things. And um, again, it doesn't make you a bad person if you didn't finish out January strong with your goals and what you were working on. Um, it just means that you need to take a little bit of step back and now you come back at it full force. Um, Lorena says, hello, I've been listening four days. Your hypnosis is effect even better if listening two to three days, not only one. Um, here's the thing, Lorena, I'll tell you this, is here's the thing, here's my experience with hypnosis. And I have been doing hypnosis professionally for over 20 years. I think hypnosis is very powerful, okay? And even listening to the session I do, now again, I, I'm one of the top hypnotists on the planet. I'm literally one of the highest paid hypnotists on the planet. It's 25 grand to work with me, okay? So what I'm trying to say is most hypnotists, uh, they're kind of doing it part-time and they, they don't have the experience of the, you know, the training that I have. Now, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just saying that even me, who really understands weight loss hypnosis, my sessions will typically, if you listen to them, will become less effective over time, okay? When you listen to recorded hypnosis sessions, they tend to become less effective over time because they become less hypnotic. When you listen to the same session over and over again, eventually, like, you know it. And so you're not experiencing it as much, if that makes sense. And so you start to hear, like, where I say a word weird or I breathe differently. or You, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know such little details that now you're not even hypnosis. You're just kind of thinking about it the whole time. So that is a big challenge of hypnosis. This is why with Program Yourself, in my, my program, there are... Every day there's a five-minute hypnosis session in the morning for eight weeks, right? So we're talking like almost 60 sessions. Um, at night there's sleep gnosis sessions. There's eight of those, one a week. Um, those are built for listening over and over again for a week. Um, and then there's a hypnosis library with over 25 sessions in it. And so I put a lot of hypnosis sessions in there because when they're new, you experience them in a much more hypnotic way. That being said, if they're still working for you right now, to listen to it multiple times a day... I think listening to hip, doing hypnosis multiple times a day is wonderful. Um, listening to the same session multiple times a day is going to burn it out quicker. And that, that's just what it is. This is why I would program yourself then. I give you a lot of hypnosis sessions because I think hypnosis is very powerful. But ultimately, you have got to learn how to control your own mind. You know, and this is why I teach the program yourself then technique. So I think the hypnosis is kind of a supplement, but the core process is you mastering your own mind, literally learning how to hypnotize yourself. Because most of our thinking is hypnotic in nature. You do not realize this probably, um, but most of the way that you think is very hypnotic. And so when you learn how to um, basically hypnotize yourself, that's the real, real ultimate answer solution you're looking for. But as long as the session's working for you, I think there's no problem listening to the session multiple times. And then if it stops being as effective, you know, we can talk about what to do from there. Um, right now, I've listened one time a day. Yeah, I, again, I think um, just kind of see where you're at with it. I think, 
again, like I said, in the program, you know, I set up very specifically so you're bookending each day with hypnosis, and uh, then you're, you're also using the technique on yourself as well. So there's a lot of hypnosis in it, but it's all lots of different se sessions. Um, but that, again, I'm, I just, I wish, I wish you just listened to the same session a thousand times and it worked always the same, but I'm just, you know, again, I just want to be as straight and, and honest with you as I can be, and that's what I've kind of seen. Um, Kelly says, I came across an old notebook. It had a list of why I need to lose weight, how extra weight makes me feel, what I want from losing weight. So happy I found it. So motivating. That's exciting, Kelly, right? Isn't it? I love stuff like that. I got all my old notebooks. I got tons and tons of notebooks. <laughs> I'm a writer. Like, a little write little notes forever. And it's so fun looking back on that stuff, especially, like, when you start making some real progress towards your goal. It's so nice to look back. I, I, I'm obsessed with that stuff. You know, that, that's what I'm always trying to talk with you guys about, that really you, you've got to deepen your, your understanding of what's going on here. It's not just enough to say, I'm going to look different. This is about becoming a different version of yourself, like, like truly changing. And, you know, I don't know. You know, they say, like, you, you know, a, a tiger can change his stripes and things like that. But um, you are who you are, okay, at a core. But there's also different versions of you that you have access to, right? And so if you start eating healthier, living healthier, weighing what you want, feeling better, having more energy, all these things happen, you become a better version of yourself. And I think it's so fun to look back at old things that things that I was struggling with and to realize, holy shit, you know, I can't believe how far I've come with these things. I think it's very, very exciting. And so, yeah, I, I could imagine that, Kelly. That's exciting. So, yeah, journaling is really fun for that, you know? Um, Erica says, in PYT, do you still have the five-minute hypnosis sessions after the eight weeks? Oh, yeah, yeah. You got, um, with the program, you get lifetime access to the members area, okay? Um, depending what you get, and, and now you're going to start seeing this because what I've done, um, I've kind of alluded to some of this stuff, but with Program Yourself Then, I've been doing, Program Yourself Then as a program I have had available for over 20 years. That's the first program I ever created, and I've always consistently worked on that, refined it, tweaked it, all the rest of it. Um, I would say before last year, the previous few years, I really was focusing more on coaching, private coaching, um, and then I spent a year certifying coaches and Program Yourself Then. Last year, I really focused on group coaching so I could reach more people. Um, and this year here, I've really refined the program even better. So I feel so good about everything that comes in it that now I even offer that without the coaching. And so I'll be talking more about that as we move forward. Um, because even with the version that doesn't have the coachings, I know a lot of people want to do the program, the coaching just out of the, the financial range for them. And I understand that. Um, but the program will be available now. It's, um, you know, you, you get a special, it's $300. And that comes with eight weeks of every day you get hypnosis. It's delivered through your phone, you know, so I deliver it through an app on your phone. And there's a membership online that you get lifetime access to. But the beauty of the phone is that every morning you wake up, there's the five-minute session right there. You just click it, listen to it. That's that. Um, and so I communicate through that just to keep it's easier to stay on track with that. And uh, then there's a nighttime session you get with it. But you get lifetime access to the membership. And there's just a ton of stuff in there. So it is it is quite a deal. So yeah, you get all that. And I can restart you on that as much as possible. Maybe not in the app, but I email you as well. And you get those as well. So yeah, you get those forever. Um, and you get access to, you know, again, there's a hypnosis library. There's a sleep hypnosis. There's so much stuff in it. So you get access to that forever. Lorena says, thank you. Right now I feel that every day it is doing some, is going somehow more effective and I have new thoughts. That's great, Lorena. That, that's a great way to use it. 
<laughs> like, I feel like I'm brainwashing myself on a day. That's exactly it. Like, I have new thoughts in my head and they're leading my choices. That That's 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 how it works, right? So again, hypnosis is so powerful like that. And don't be all weird about hypnosis, folks. It's, it's you, hypnosis isn't going into a trance. That, that's, you know, hypnosis is a way of communicating. And the trance, if you go into a trance, you're more receptive to hypnotic language patterns, but you do not even have to be in any kind of trance. When I'm speaking to you, a lot of times when I'm doing these podcasts even, I'm using a lot of hypnotic communication techniques because I'm speaking to your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind thinks differently than your conscious mind. So um, what, what you're feeling, Lorena, is exactly the way that I design it. That, that's how that session's supposed to be. And that's how I design all of the sessions in the program um, each morning session is built around a weight loss mantra. And so what happens exactly like you're saying, you start the day five minutes, you're relaxing, you're calm, you're centered, and you're getting this mantra put into your mind. And what will happen is you'll find yourself thinking about that mantra throughout the day. And each one's designed, you know, they're not even designed, they were created. Program yourself thing comes from studying people that had lost weight and kept it off. Like what a weird idea, right? That it, again, this is neuro-linguistic programming, is really about the science of modeling. If you want to do something, you find someone who got the results you want and model what they did. Um, and not just what they did, but also how they were thinking about things. And so um, that's what Program Yourself is all built around, is all these these thought thoughts that people who had successfully lost their weight changed. And so that's that's the point of those daily, those morning sessions. Each one's built like that. So in Program Yourself then, by the end of the eight weeks, you've got 57 new mantras running around your head. You know what I mean? That you think about. And some affect you more than others. You know what I mean? Um, and then at night, there's the sleep gnosis sessions with a core weight loss mantra. That's a 10-minute session. So exactly what you're saying, Lorraine, is exactly what the program's for. And so when you, when you combine the hypnosis with your ability to hypnotize yourself, and then you add the weight mastery blueprints that you customized your own life, and you have a clear-cut plan of what to do, and you know how to get yourself to do it, and you have this support reinforcing your mindset, you know what I mean? Like that's why I believe Program Yourself Thin is probably, it's the most unique weight mastery program I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like this. And uh, it's really just a result of me. I've been obsessed with this stuff for 30 years. And again, what makes my approach different than most, I think, is that most people are just telling you what to do. They're just giving you information on what you should eat, how you should exercise, whatever. But they never help show you how to get yourself to do it. And so I think, that's really what distinguishes me from a lot of weight loss, the weight loss industry, is I'm not just telling you what to do. I'm really, I'm giving you guidance and the blueprints of things I think that are going to help you a lot, but you're always customizing them to yourself. And so once you have that blueprint, the next question is how do I get myself to follow the blueprint? And that's where the hypnosis comes in. And once you got that, it's a very, very powerful system for changing the way you think about yourself, about food, about your health, um, that, that allow you, you know, to, to get the weight you want. You know, but, but I'm really happy to hear that, Lorena. That's exciting for me to hear that's working for you. Hannah says, why do I always go back to the thought that I just will never lose the weight knowing that I can? Um, because, you know, um, Hannah, that's a great question, and this is why. Because knowing what to do and being able to do it are two totally different things. This is, what I'm, this is exactly what I was just referring to. With the, with the diet, you're constantly being told what to do. Let me put it this way. Let me, let me give you a real example. Um, you do this with writing. Okay, you know how to write with your hand, right? You can write words, sentences, paragraphs, right? So you know everything there is to know about writing, but you can't do it with the other hand. Okay, so that's the difference. You know everything there is to know about writing, but you can't do it with the other hand. 
And so you don't need to read a book about how to write with your left hand. You need to practice writing with that hand. And so when it comes to weight loss, you kind of have a sense of what you should do, but you don't know how to do it consistently. You know, and so this is why you have the thought that I'm never going to be able to do it because you're now flummoxed. And this is where this is where my clients come in because my clients are almost always overthinkers, um, perfectionists, people that, that are smart and successful in professionally or personally, um, but they're struggling with their weight. And so it becomes this this obsession on trying to figure out what the fuck, <laughs> what's wrong with me? I'm so I'm smart over here. I'm ambitious over here. I got willpower over here. I'm focused over here. But then with the weight, I can't do it. And it's like we start to get in this idea, I can't get myself to do it. And you don't know why. Because, you know, I'm just supposed to stop eating carbs. I'm just supposed to eat 1,200 calories. Just Whatever your strategy you think you're supposed to do, you know what you're supposed to do, but you do not know how to get yourself to do it consistently. And so you probably find yourself now obsessed with the question, what is wrong with me? Why can't I stick to a plan? And deep down, though, what the core belief is that you can't do this. You know, so why you always go back to the thought that I just will never lose weight is because you don't know how to do it. You, and what it, real, cause let me frame it in a simpler way. You don't know how to think like a thin and healthy person. You have two mindsets right now. You have an overweight mindset and a diet mindset. And at best, you're able to diet yourself down to your goal weight. And you still have the same problem shows up that you've got an overweight mindset and a diet mindset. And thinking like a thin, healthy person is a completely different thing. And you never learn how to do that. And so it keeps you stuck being overweight and dieting, overweight and dieting, you know. So this is why you keep going back to that because it's your setting right now. This is your programming. Your, your overweight mindset is your automatic mindset, okay. Just like you've trained yourself to be able to write with your one hand and now you just do it automatically, that's how you eat and think about food and live your lifestyle. You live it as an overweight person um, and it just feels automatic, you know. So... Um, that's what we want to change, though. You're never going to that level to change things. You're just fighting against that level. That's, the diet or mindset is kind of like when you go super conscious, you know. So now I'm going to make every food choice conscious. I'm going to track every calorie. I'm going to be very, very aware not to eat any carbs. I'm going to go to the gym every day, you know. And so you get yourself really focused, willpower. I'm going to force myself to do this. But really what you're doing is you're fighting against your automatic programming. And that's what it feels like. It feels like you're fighting against yourself. And you can only do that for so long. And eventually, you go back to your automatic behavior, which is your overweight behavior. And so you've done that so many times now that now you say, I, I, guess, I guess I just can't do this. I'm never going to be able to do this because I don't understand. Now, the big problem isn't that you can't do it. The big problem is that you never even are aware of this level. You just think, what, you need another diet? I just need to learn how to eat differently? It, it, it's, it's all mindset. You never learn how to shift your mindset when it comes to weight loss. I ask this every day. Who are you learning mindset? How, who are you learning how to shift your mindset in terms for for successful weight loss from? Thanks, Lorena. Um, for real, like in in the culture, and again, I'm not saying there's no one, you know, but but if if a big a big name that people might hear, who's out there teaching you how to have a thin and healthy mindset, how to shift your mindset, you can successfully live at your goal weight. I've been doing this for a long time, and I, I don't see people. I like Paul McKenna was great, you know, but he's just a hypnotist. It's just he's so he's a one-trick pony, and I, I like him. You know what I mean? I think he's a, he seems like a great guy, but when it comes to weight loss, you know, he does his you know he does hypnosis tricks. I'll put those away weight loss. I'm a hypnosis tricks. I'll do them for this now, and I get that, you know, and it's helpful, but it's not enough. You need to look at your weight mastery. It's like it's like going to college. I mean, it's a whole comprehensive system if you're going to master your weight for real. And I don't want that to be overwhelming. Um, it's not. 
because again it improves every area of your life so it's worth it but uh i don't know i guess ironically like weight mastery is easier than weight loss you know but i don't get into that conversation right now but hopefully that explains why hannah and like i always say too i don't know who's here that it is or isn't in my my world but if you're if you haven't gotten to my email list if you haven't signed up for the hypnosis session i give you the training i give you please do that. Go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, watch the training, read the emails I send you every day. I got the new program. I didn't get it on Friday. I'm going to work on that today as soon as I get done with this. The Spark program, I'm giving to you for free. Okay? And, and right away, it's the hypnosis session. It's called the New Thin Me. It's a kickstart session. Um, the Three Steps to Master Your Weight, the half-hour training. I'm going to be working on that too and shortening that even. Um, so, But it's really good stuff, you know, I think. And then if you don't think so, just turn it off. But it's not going to cost you. And it's all free. Okay? So the Spark program is going to be real cool. I'm excited about that. That will be completely free. And as I said, Program Yourself Thin um, is now going to be offered without the coaching version. So if you wanted to get involved with it, but the coaching um, price tag was an issue, Program Yourself Thin is going to be available. And I'm going to be doing a, a weekly class with it as well that you'll get access to for eight weeks while you're going through the program. So I'm super excited. i got a lot of things kind of coming down the pike to help even more people. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited about that. But yeah, Hannah, that, that'll explain, that, that'll give you more context to why, to your question even than I'm giving you here. Go watch that training. Um, Prabala, I'm not able to concentrate in hypnosis. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people can't concentrate because we're, you know, we never learned how to focus our attention. We live in a distracted world. So yeah, hypnosis and meditation are very similar. And um, it's a skill, though. I will say this, you know. So just because you're not able to do it when you start, who gives a shit? I think people make the wrong mistake. It's like you weren't able to ride a bike when you first got on one. So what'd you do? You just kept practicing and you got it. I went skiing yesterday for the first time. Oh, guess what? I, I don't know how to ski. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? So it's like, yeah, I'm not able to ski down a mountain. But, but you know, I start slow and I just keep working on it. If it's important enough, you work on it. And relaxation and, and focus and hypnosis and meditation, these are all things that if you work on it, you'll get better at it. And the worse you are when you first do it is probably more evidence that you, you really need to focus on it, most likely. Um, Lorita says, I'm really thankful. Definitely going to let you know how my progress is going. Super, Lorita. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And good job listening to it. You know, again, action is rewarded. Great job. Um, Sarita, it's emotional. I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to, but maybe losing the weight. And says, yes, thank you. You're welcome. Um, what's up, John? How's it going? I really thought pleasure days would be binge days. Not the case. Cool to trust myself. Oh, John, I'm so glad you're saying that. Okay? Um, that makes me really happy to hear that. Uh, Vicky says, the new tutorial on the reading rehearse technique, ready by any chance. Um, there is a newish one that's up there right now. I'm going to do another one. Um, and that's what I, I'll tell you what I'm super excited about is... Uh, with the new Program Yourself Thin model, I'll be doing a weekly class. Uh, and again, anyone go through the program will get that. I'm pretty sure those classes are going to be on Tuesdays at 3 o'clock. And, um, you know, I do them like, like a webinar. So you'll be able to go and you'll be able to type questions in. And this will help me. Because, again, you know, I've offered the program for a long time. And I've usually, usually I really, I promote it when I'm doing a live version of it. And this way here is a way to do a live version all the time. So the coolest part of it is that I will consistently kind of cycle through the eight trainings that I'll be doing, and I'll just make them better and better and better. And so one of the things I'll get really, really clear and good at is the explaining the redo rehearsal technique. So that's another cool thing I'm really excited about, this new version of Program Yourself Then, um, which will be taught in like an, a live online class format. 
but you can start at any time too. So I'll just cycle through the eight weeks of the main things to study in the program. And if you have questions, you can type them in and I can answer them to you. Okay. So that's a different thing than the coaching program. So I have coaching too. Um, and the coaching is where I, I literally, we get on Zoom and I work one-on-one -on -one with you. But the coaching, I keep it, I keep it a small group. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously that, that's going to cost more. You know what I mean? Like that's a bigger investment. But this way here, you still have the opportunity to get in the program, which is, again, I, I think it's amazing. And you'll still have the opportunity to kind of be able to ask me questions so I can guide you. So it's kind of like, I don't know why. I'll tell you, there is an interesting thing about change is that it's frustrating, is that as you, as you get better at anything in life, it's like once you realize like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, like once you realize it, it's the curse of knowledge is what they call it. But it's like once you realize something, it's like, oh my God, why didn't I realize that before? And I would tell you, a, a lot of stuff's like that, weight-wise, lifestyle-wise, certainly business-wise, shit, even my marriage. <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes, I don't know, you just hear something, all of a sudden it's like it hits you a different way. And um, that's why consistency is so important, you know, but I'm getting off track. Uh, but anyways, yeah, John, back to John. Uh, I thought pleasure days would be binge days. I can't tell you how important it is that you're saying that and for everyone to hear that. Because in, what he's referring to is in Program Yourself, then we talk about a 5-2 model. Five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. And um, the, uh, the clean days are obvious, right? But the pleasure days, what people always, especially like real like, like dieters, keto, intermittent fasting people, um, thanks for that, uh, they, they're so scared of the pleasure days. And so a lot of times what they'll do is they'll just skip the pleasure days. But I'm telling you, the pleasure days are really important for two huge, three huge reasons. Um, the first one is that you need to look forward to something pleasurable. I believe this. I think the second you say no more sugar, no more carbs, I think you could just set a timer on how long that's going to last. I think saying I'm not going to have carbs, I'm only going to have carbs on the weekends, I think that's silly. But I'm talking about refined carbs, by the way, okay? But I'm only going to have carbs, I'm only going to have sugar, I'm only going to have my, my favorite things on the weekend, let's just say. And it doesn't have to be 5-2 right off the gate. For me, right off the gate, it was 1-6. One, one day of clean eating, two, six days of pleasure eating. So it's a philosophy more than anything else. But let's just stick with 5-2. So they're, they're scared of the pleasure days. But the pleasure days is important because, A, it gives us something to look forward to, which is very important. You have more wiring in your brain for the anticipation of pleasure than the actual pleasure itself. So being able to look forward to something is very important. Number two is you need to learn how to eat for pleasure. I know it sounds ironic. Oh, Jim, I know how to eat for pleasure. But no, you don't. You know how to stuff yourself silly. You know how to overeat and think it's pleasure. That's not pleasure. The best pleasure you get, A, is when you're eating at your goal weight. But right before that is when you're eating in a comfortable, moderate, normal way. When you don't go, okay, you green light, it's pleasure day, go eat all the brownies you want. When you get rid of that fucking idea. That, that's not pleasure. We've been conditioned to think just picking out on everything. This is why, listen, folks, I can't wait for this book to get out there. The, the diet industry is the food industry. Do you understand that? You are being conditioned by the diet industry more. I think the diet industry is worse for your mental programming than the fucking ads from all the foods. Because the diet industry is always teaching you to over-restrict. And they know there's a thing called the counter-regulatory effect. That the, the more you over-restrict your carbs the more you're ultimately going to eat them. Yeah, you restrict them for a couple days, but then you way overeat them from, from then on. It's a classic response, and they program this into you with a diet mentality because they know that the more you restrict things for a little while, the more ultimately you're going to eat a lot more of them. Okay, To the point now where you don't even know what pleasure eating is. And your, your intuition is that pleasure eating is, oh, I'll eat everything. I'll eat the whole bag. I'll eat all of it. 
Is that the most pleasure you can get out of food? Eating a whole bag of something and feeling like shit afterwards, physically, mentally, emotionally? Is that the most pleasure? It is if you look at pleasure for three minutes that you're eating. But if you widen your view and you look at the big picture, you realize that's not the most pleasure you get. Because you have to take into account how you feel after you finish eating. You have to take into account the effect it has on your body, on your mindset, on your emotions, right? Or what? Because if that's the case, why don't we all just start doing some drugs, right? Let's do some hard drugs up in here, right? I hear cocaine's pretty great. Heroin, let's do it. Oh, that would ruin my life. No, no, no. Well, not when we do it. When we do it, it's fun. I mean, what the fuck? We got we to gotta zoom out look at the full picture. And the full picture is that the thing you think is the most pleasurable, this food, is causing you the most pain in your life, most likely. And that's a trance you're in. So, okay, pleasure day. That's the second thing, right? you got to learn how to eat for pleasure. So you can eat. I eat for pleasure every weekend. I overdid it this weekend. So I'm not saying I never overdo it, but it's not, it's not way overdoing it. Everything's relative. But I overdid it, and I felt like shit this weekend. My stomach felt like crap. And I just, um, I just did a little bit too much of the wrong stuff, but I learned from it. I'm not mad at myself. I just remind myself, don't eat that way. It doesn't feel good. You know? But you've got to learn how to eat for pleasure, and you don't know how to eat for pleasure. If you struggle with your weight, your, your idea of eating for pleasure is all messed up. Okay, And then the third thing, the most important piece of the pleasure and then clean days is that when you eat for pleasure for a day or two, then you go back to clean, you practice getting back on track quickly. And I'm telling you, the number one skill of weight mastery is the ability to get back on track quickly. And that is your, you probably don't even have any skill for that, right? You're all or nothing. And you're all, and then you're all for a couple days and nothing for a couple months or years. It doesn't work out. It's not good math, okay? So, um... Again, those pleasure days are great. And John, that's amazing. I'm really glad you experienced that exactly the way it's set out to be. That's that's perfect, man. You're, you're just working the program perfectly. Um, let's see. If anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Are these weekly webinars in addition to the coaching sessions? Um, yeah, well, listen, if you're... It, well, Vicki, you'll get access to whatever you want. You know that. But um, the... Uh, yeah, okay, so this is how it works. Because I know there's a lot of people in the program, so I was going to say this. Um, if you're, like, if you're if you're in the program for yourself, then without coaching, you'll get access to the live um, coaching classes for eight weeks, and you can ask questions and watch the training and, and all that. Um, if you're in the coaching program, you'll get access to the webinar, the the trainings uh, for as long as you want. Okay, and so. You know, I'll be honest, for a little while, I'll probably just give you access to the, the webinar classes for a while anyways, because uh, it's just, it's a it's a numbers thing, so I don't know, it depends on how many people ultimately are in there. But yeah, if you're, if you're in my private coaching, you get access to everything. If you're in my group coaching, you'll get access to all those calls as well, just so everyone knows. Yeah. And you'll get, you'll get emails for them. Um, are they going to start tomorrow? No. They'll probably start next Tuesday. Um, but that's how it's going to go. But it's exciting, again, because anyone that wants to get in the program yourself then that doesn't want the coaching, though, this is the perfect, perfect opportunity for you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Jody, what's up? Pleasure meal is eating in a calm manner and enjoying every bite. Never thought I would say that. <laughs> yeah, Jody. Jody's one of the, right? She's kind of struggled with the all or nothing thing for forever. She's like the, she, Jody is like my, like my ideal avatar of who I work with. You, you know what I mean? Like, again, super smart, um, done a lot of the diets, you know what I mean? Like, again, that's the person I, I tend to work with the most is the person who's very action-oriented, thinking all the time about it, but not getting the results. And what the reason why is because you're thinking like a dieter, 
you know? Um, it's the, thinking like a dieter is the worst thing you can do. And then if you're an overthinker, you're really thinking like a dieter. You know, you get yourself stuck in that. So yeah, learning to eat for pleasure, there's so many aspects to it. But here, here what I'm saying in a different way than I was just saying it, is that eating for pleasure is really one of the most important pieces of mastering your weight. Because our brain is a pleasure-seeking mechanism. And so if you keep tying your weight loss to feeling deprived with food, I don't think you're ever going to get the results you, you really want. You have got to be able, like I don't feel like I am missing out on any foods living at my goal weight and the way I eat and the way I live. I don't feel I'm missing out on a single food. Do, do you hear that? Like I love the way that I eat. I enjoy everything I eat. Um, I enjoy the, the clean eating foods I eat, and I enjoy the foods I eat on the weekends that are more pleasure-based. I love them all. And I love the way that I'm eating, and I can see myself and anticipate eating them for the rest of my life. Okay, And so it's really all built around pleasure. It's the pleasure of how I feel about myself and how the food tastes during the clean days, and then it's the pleasure of the food that I can eat it guilt-free and enjoy the flavor of it on the pleasure days. You know, so it's really built around pleasure, though, you know, and I think it's a very important concept when it comes to weight loss, because a lot of people subconsciously with when it comes to weight loss, they're, they're just anticipating it's going to be painful and miserable. What's up, Joy? How you doing over there? See you around. You, oh, you're on Facebook, Facebook land. All right. This gets streamed all over the place. Um, so I never, well, I, I do know where people are from, but it takes me a second to figure it out. Usually I stream on Instagram, too, but I'm getting all sorts of issues with these guys. Program. They're a pain in the ass to log into sometimes on a computer. You may not realize that because you probably just use your phone like a normal person would. <laughs> Ugh, technology. Um, Kelly says, started eating better last year in October. Call it the holiday diet. Have my cheat days on holidays. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kelly, that's a great point too because I always talk about this that it's funny like the time frames that we all think in, right? I'm always talking about diet or time frames versus weight mastery. So we talk week to week of having pleasure and or clean and pleasure days, but when you zoom out, it's like that with the months, you know. So absolutely, what you're saying is how I live, where my least clean, my most pleasure-based month eating-wise uh, is December, you know, because it's the holidays, and so that's kind of built in. Because I've been doing this for so long now, I have a year strategy as well, you know. You really know you're on the right path when you start getting into year strategies, folks. You know, when you start thinking about your weight loss on a, on a bigger and bigger time frame, you, you get better and better um, results. Because it's the opposite, right? Most dieters are thinking about weight loss in the shortest time frame possible, literally like days, you know? And uh, that sets you up for all, si all kinds of failure. So yeah, having that bigger, um, that bigger time frame is great. Um, Astrid says, hey, Jim, I'm not angry anymore. That's funny. Well, good for you, Astrid. And there's nothing wrong with being, uh, nothing wrong with being angry, right? It's so funny. Um, yeah, Astrid's in the program. But, but Astrid, again, Astrid's one of my favorites because she's very clearly, we're dealing, when it comes to weight mastery, there, there's, again, that's why I say you need a comprehensive approach. There's a lot to it, folks. As you can imagine, you know, the diets minimize what's going on. And the idea of knowing what to eat is like 10% of your success, you know? The, the real majority of it is being able to get yourself to do it consistently. Well, once we look at it that way, there's a lot of factors that impact what your food choices are going to be. And probably top of the list is your emotions, 
right? What, what's the difference between when you make the healthy choice and when you make the unhealthy choice? Right? It's the same amount of knowledge in your head. It's not like you're like, you make the unhealthy choice, like, oh shit, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know Ben and Jerry's was a lot of calories and I didn't know that. You didn't ever think of that. It, it, so what makes the difference between when you make the healthy or the unhealthy choice? It's usually your mood. Is it not? <laughs> right? You're in a bad mood. You're stressed. You're tired. You're frustrated. You're depressed. You're sad. You're angry. You're lonely. It's a lot harder to say, no, he's out. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? Who cares? Because it's shit if I eat it. Right? As opposed to when you're feeling good, you're motivated, you're focused, you're clear, you're relaxed, calm. And then it's like, no, I want to choose the healthier option. You know? So, so much of what you choose comes down to how you're feeling. And how you're feeling comes down to how you're thinking. Two things you never learn in any diets, how to deal with those things. You know? So, great job, Astrid. Right? So, Astrid, again, and the beauty is... You know, I always get this question, like, how do I stop emotional eating? Well, don't. Don't stop emotional eating. Let's understand the emotions first. And Astrid was really did a great job of this last week because she was feeling angry. She always feel angry about all sorts of stuff. Folks, you ever get angry? <laughs> I feel so lucky in my life. Um, a lot of you probably listening are probably in the same ballpark age-wise. But I feel so fortunate to have grown up. I used to watch a lot of Mr. Rogers. And um, while... I still went through my issue of never knowing how to deal with emotions. At least I had someone talking about emotions, you know, because we're not taught to deal with our emotions. And I think that's very intentional because, again, I think if you don't know how to deal with your emotions genuinely, it's a lot easier to bullshit into thinking food helps you deal with the emotions, you know. And so here you are feeling angry and instead of dealing or experiencing or just feeling the anger, you want to avoid it, numb yourself and eat food so you don't feel angry. You know, and so Astrid, I'm really proud of her because she let herself feel the anger. We talked about it, you know, and she let it kind of come and go and she didn't eat it away. And so now I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow and find out what was going on. What do you think you're angry about? How do you want to respond to it? You know what I mean? We get to explore it. That's the fun way in my mind. That's why, again, I, I say this. It's You got to take your weight loss, wrap it in personal development. If you just make this weight, this process about like watching the scale go down and looking different, you're missing all the other wonderful benefits you get, you know, of feeling better about yourself, living in positive emotions, feeling less shitty emotions. You know, all this wonderful stuff can happen. Um, so that's a different way to approach it. Lorena says, I planned yesterday to buy some pleasure food when I went out to eat, but instead eat chicken salad. Um, well, that's fine, too, and really enjoyed it. Something new. Hypnosis magic, I think. Yeah, for sure. And it's great. You know, like, like listen, if, um, you know, if you got a... Listen, so what I always say, there, there, most people are all or nothing with their weight loss. And program yourself is an all or something program. And so, some, you know, most of the time you're going to be something anyways. But you'll still want to be all. So sometimes you may just be really in the flow. Everything's just going good. And you want to eat even well on your pleasure days. Go ahead. You know? Um, the, the something's really for when you don't feel like eating well on your pleasure days. You know, then you don't have to beat yourself up about it. But great job, Lorena. Vicky says, mood, emotions, and hormones seem to be running the world. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. And um, again, I don't want to sound like a paranoid person over here, but I think a lot of it's intentional. I think the more moody we get and the more emotional we get, the less we can think straight. And I know that's true, at least in one way, that, you know, your fight, flight, or freeze response, which was, uh, wasn't activated all the time in the natural world, you know? We weren't being chased by lions all day long, every day. You know, so, um, but now our, our sympathetic nervous system is triggered constantly. 
And we're not even in life or death situations, but go watch the news and let me know if you don't think your sympathetic nervous system, your fight, flight, or freeze response is being triggered. <laughs> you know? Um, the TV you're watching, the entertainment, I mean, you're constantly being triggered. Your nervous system is constantly being triggered. And when you're in that state, you can't think clearly, you're very impulsive, uh, and it's a lot harder to control your behavior. So, yeah, learning to get control over your moods, your moods and your emotions is really, really important. Uh, and I would suggest the hormones as well. And we live in an environment where all those things are just all over the place because we're constantly being manipulated physically, mentally, and emotionally with the culture we live in, this is the environment we live in. They call it a besogenic environment. It is. <laughs> so yeah. So uh you gotta you gotta figure that out. It's interesting, I'm reading this book now, it's called the Dorito Effect. And uh I'm on my, my food kick. Hey Vicky, by the way, sleep is better this week. I can't not wait to talk about that. Vicky, I work with Vicky, we talk about sleeping. Sleeping is so important, folks. I always talk about the eight habits of a healthy lifestyle, right? In, in order of importance, and sleep's number one. For a reason. <laughs> it affects everything. So, you know, like ironically, if you're just feeling at your wits end with your weight and you can't feel even bear to start another diet, well, I would suggest don't start another diet. Just go to bed earlier. Get some more sleep. Just sleeping more, just that alone's probably going to help you lose weight. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear about that, Vicky. That's great news. Um, Joyce says, I really like to hear what you have to say, but the cussing is a distraction, not necessary. Would you be able to talk around those words and omit them? Um, I'll work on it, Joy. I will work on it, but I can't make any promises. <laughs> what can I do? I'm a blue-collar guy, you know? My dad was a mechanic, you know? I grew up around Greek immigrants and, uh, you know, people use colorful language. So, and on top of that, it's, it's life or death stuff, you know? Sometimes I use it intentionally and sometimes it just kind of slips out. But I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it cleaner for you, Joy. No need to swear all the time, right? I always tell my kids that. <laughs> I tell my kids, swearing is the sign of a lazy mind. Do I believe that? I don't know. I guess a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone's got any questions? Oh, we might end this one quick, early. Kind of hungry, anyways. Now, by the way, just so, so if you do pleasure in clean days, right? What happens is you start to understand yourself. You start to understand the effects that, that food and lifestyle have on your appetite and your hunger. And so, it's very typical that on a Monday, uh, I have more unhealthy cravings than other days, right? Because I'm coming off the weekends where I was eating more sugar, more carbs, you know, refined carbs, more bread, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm feeling hungrier today than I do on a typical day, you know. But then I will. Go have a salad and I'll feel fine again, you know, and I'll be right back in the flow of it. So, again, that's the beauty. Structuring your eating is so important. You know, it's really, really important. Uh, that's probably the number one rule. The number one rule of program yourself then is that there's no right or wrong. It's only what works for you, with the one probable exception being that you probably got to structure your eating. I, I have yet to meet a person who successfully changed their weight who has not structured their eating to some degree. So that was really, really important, I believe. Um, because it helps you understand the cause effect of what you're eating, how you're living, and how it impacts your hunger and your food choices. You know, Which brings us to the other point that usually awareness precedes change. So if you want to lose weight, I know it sounds weird, but one of the first things you've got to do is become more aware. You're not aware of what you're eating most likely, of what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're 
automatic behaviors are. So I would suggest that, uh, you know, becoming aware is the first step to true change. And so when you structure things, it makes, it helps you become much more aware. Because if you're just like eating things, you don't feel them anymore. You're tolerant to a lot of these foods, you know. So developing the awareness of how they're affecting you physically, mentally, and emotionally is really like the first step. And if you concentrate on that, though, it's an easy step to make. But it's something you have to be kind of consistent with. Mm -hmm. All right. Then we get out of here. Um, again, if you have not, go to my bio. Click the link at the hypnosis session. Watch the training I give you. And read the emails I send you. Uh, and the podcast is Program Yourself Thin. It's on all the podcast platforms. Uh, if you're on TikTok, follow me. Okay, so I can pop up all over the place. Um, and I can help you that way. Uh, Kelly says, thank you for your time. You're welcome, Kelly. And uh, you too, Lorena and Astrid. I will see you tomorrow or Wednesday. I know tomorrow's late. Joy says, I, have, I do have difficulty sleeping. Yeah, most people do have difficulty sleeping is what I've noticed. And... Um, the good news about sleeping is it's a skill. You can get better at, at sleeping. So I don't, I don't know if people look at it that way, but I, I promise you, you can get better at sleeping. So uh, it's just something you, you've got to stay focused on. You know, you, you keep focused on it, get better at it, and it's not hard to do. Um, and that's a huge part. That's why I have a program called Sleep at Will, but that, I always add that with the pro, Program Yourself Thin System because it's such an important piece of the puzzle, you know. But, yeah, I will tell you, learning to relax is a big piece of that. Um, learning to meditate is very helpful with all that. The more you can quiet your body and your mind down, the easier it is to sleep better. You know. So, all right, everyone. Thank you very much. Have a super day, and we will talk soon. Bye.